When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And this darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just, just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. I got another great episode for you today. Those of you that are watching on YouTube, yes, this is the same outfit that I had on last week because I'm recording these shows back to back. So I didn't do a wardrobe change or anything like that. (laughs) So just bear with me. Uh, This week, I'm bringing on Mimi. And Mimi uh, made a comment on a, a TikTok post that I had on there about seeing a a Sasquatch and uh, when she was young and I asked her if she would like to come on the show and talk about it and she was all for it so I'm excited to have her on uh, I don't know what else we're going to get into I don't know how elaborate this story goes like how in depth because you know TikTok is a very short kind of conversation thing but uh, she was she was willing to come on she gave me her email I'm excited to have her on who knows? This this might be uh this might be one for the record books. So look, without delaying any more, let's go ahead and bring her on. Okay, hello everyone out there listening. My name is Mimi, and I'm gonna give you a few of accounts that I've experienced throughout my lifetime. The first one that I'm gonna talk about uh today on the pump podcast is about my what we would call Bigfoot sighting excuse me so I live in the Midwest and this happened when I was between 10 and 12 years old I had a girlfriend from childhood spend a night and you know girls we're up we're doing girl things we're up and everybody's sleeping in the house my parents are asleep um, my mom and dad, uh, had a big home and they got a big home so that my grandmother could come live with us. So, um, my grandmother was there, my cousins, we just had a house full of people. Everybody was asleep. So I had this wild idea. I always came up with the wild ideas and games for everybody that I played with. I said, since everybody's asleep. So it, it, it probably wasn't summer, but it wasn't winter. Cause I remember it wasn't cold outside. So I said, hey, let's run down to the corner and run back in our PJs. And she said, yeah, let's go. So my mom had the corner lot house. So we're we're starting at the corner and we're going to run down to the next corner. Still on the same street. Um, Grew up in a nice uh, neighborhood, kind of like a, a, I would say, Cosby kid. We just had nice neighbors and all the kids play together. So a very peaceful neighborhood. Lots of trees. Um. We don't have any woods per se, but there are, uh, I don't even call it a forest, but between the community and the homes was like a little creek and it did have trees and things, but where I live, the creek was maybe three streets over, <clears throat> excuse me, three streets over. So we're, we're on the corner, we're getting ready to run down to the next corner. So we run down and we pass the corner. And so at the beginning of the corner is a tree and then a, a, maybe a house left down is a second tree. We get to the second tree and out of the blue, this ginormous creature jumps down from almost the top of the tree, lands in front of us. But the crazy thing is when he landed, no noise. 
it made no noise. And he kind of landed like how they would do like superheroes jumping in the movies, like land and then stand up. And he stood up and all I saw was hair and teeth. I don't even know the eyes. It was just so much hair. Very hairy. Mind you, it's dark. It's probably three in the morning. We do have street lights, but they're very spaced out. Um, I didn't even look at my friend. I just hightailed it. I turned and <laughs> I was gone and got to the door and she was behind me. Uh, I don't even know how we went to sleep that night. Uh, we did not tell any of the adults. We didn't tell any of the adults. Um, but later as an adult, totally forgot about the story or, or the event that happened later when my friend was having a baby her sister called me she said hey, you know she's having a baby and I said oh, okay she's like but I have to ask you something while we were in here waiting and she told us y'all saw Bigfoot I said I forgot all about that we sure <laughs> I said we sure did and that way I knew I wasn't crazy because it was somebody with me that had the same yeah. story I said we sure did and I thought about it and I said um I don't know many people's stories about seeing this creature we call Bigfoot, but from my recollection, he was very harmless. He was not trying to harm us because definitely he could. We were only 10 year olds. He could have caught us really fast. I'm definitely not a track runner. I'm so slow. <laughs> he could have caught me. But I was I was just thinking, like, I know people are looking for him, but I'm or or that uh, type of creature they're looking for. Um, they are very like that's they don't bother you and um they don't want you to bother them right and he definitely could have done something he didn't even chase after us he didn't breathe hard he didn't do anything um i'm just thinking maybe he's like yeah you two need to get back in the house uh <laughs> something else might be out here that's not gonna be as nice as me wow. um but that was my encounter with meeting a creature that i would call bigfoot because he was definitely he was man i'm i'm 10 and i'm tall i've i'm five nine and a half i'm tall for most people most of my family is six foot and plus so he was definitely taller than eight feet he definitely was to drop jump from the top of that tree and stand up as he did i'm gonna give him between 10 and 12 he was big oh my he was a huge creature um and my friend said the same thing as well. She was like, yeah, and later when I thought about it, maybe that's how we went to sleep. She was like, I think we ran because we've never seen like nothing, anything like that. But I didn't get any fear like from, I should be afraid of this. Right. Yeah, I didn't get that. And she said, I didn't either. I'm like, yeah, because he probably would have us the pieces. If that was his thing to do, he could have done it. And he he didn't do it. Yeah. Um, but that that's it for my... Bigfoot encounters. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, so it's like, okay, <clears throat> that that's huge. And he didn't growl. He didn't chase. Mm-hmm. It didn't. He didn't make you. a noise. And I'm, I kept thinking like from what I would hear, because my father used to watch shows on Bigfoot and Yetis and stuff. And I'm like, why would he be here? I'm like, we only have a little bit of wooded area. Why would he be here? And I thought about it like, I, I don't know why he's here, but no wonder we don't know that they're moving about because they're quiet. He didn't make a noise jumping from the top of that tree. Not even a whoosh, like landing, nothing. And I'm like, yeah, you're not human because <laughs> you made not a sound. <laughs> very, <laughs> stealth, very stealth. And I'm like, you're jumping down from a tree that's in front of someone's home. They didn't hear a word or, or a sound, I should say. And uh, we didn't either. Didn't hear a thing. Wow. So, you know, there, there's a lot of reports about them being in suburbs, you know, like regular communities. They mm-hmm. show up, you know, they'll be in people's windows or or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know why he would be presenting himself like that. Unless it's to get your butt back in the house. That's why I said it was no other reason for him to jump down and let us know that he was there other than you need to go home. You need to go back in the house. (laughs) Did did this keep you from ever wanting to go back outside at night or? Nope. Didn't slow you down at all. No, like I said, I didn't get the, the, 
I didn't get a fearful vibe from like, oh, I can't come out. This is, this is creepy. This is spooky. I didn't get that right. from him. And knowing that I was coming on your podcast and I'm driving to my mom's house, which is where the event happened down the street from her, I said, I really have a feeling I'm going to meet this creature again. I really do. I, I don't know when, but I really do. Yeah. Well, I hope it's as polite as it was the last time. I, yeah, I hope it was too. <laughs> <laughs> he might jump out of a tree like, look, I told you once. All right. You 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 said something that struck my interest too, that made you said it's not human. Like you know that. Mm-hmm. What, do you think, what do you think it is? I don't know what they are. I don't know. Let's say if we want to line it up with the word. I don't know how they even line up with the word. I don't know if maybe these are creatures that the most high created before man. I don't know. I I really feel like they're very old and ancient and they know things that we do not. Yeah. Um, and they they definitely have some kind of power, like a skill, because there's no way you jump. We have older trees. There's no way you jump from the top of that tree and not make it a sound. Right. No yeah. way. It, it, it seems like they have abilities. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know how much research you've done into the topic of Bigfoot. Like, I don't know I how <laughs> because people get into this topic. I'll just let you know. Uh, and I'll have reports of people. You know, and it might sound far-fetched to you, but that's what this show does. We talk about some fringe topics. Right. Uh, there's people that come on the show and they'll talk to me about receiving messages from the Sasquatch creatures. Um, even, I, I bet you've heard of Survivor Man, Les Stroud. Um, he's on all the Discovery Channel shows and all that stuff. I've probably come across him. Uh, he had reports about when he was out there doing his show like survivor man he'd be out out there camping and he received like a telepathic communication from what he thought was a bigfoot creature now for for them to have that kind of ability that's beyond a human capability typical right human capability he he didn't speak but i'm not going to say that wasn't telepathic for us to know i'm not going to hurt you right I didn't feel like words being spoken telepathically, but I knew like he's not gonna hurt us. Right. But you are something I've never seen before. So just in case he's, I'm gonna run home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I believe at, at my age, I'd still try to run. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Oh man. All right. Uh I appreciate you sharing that with me. That's that's a good, that's a good encounter. That's one of the yeah. better encounters, actually. Uh, oh, isn't it? Now I don't have to listen. Like, what other encounters are out yeah, there? They, they get pretty scary sometimes. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. But, you know, other people feel like they've developed relationships with them. They they have wooded areas where they know that Bigfoot lives, and they'll, they'll take stuff out there, leave it, and... Mm. It, it seems to have developed an exchange with them. Like they'll, they'll leave, let's say a candy bar out in the woods uh-huh. and they'll go back the next day and wherever they left that candy bar, there will be a feather or a deer bone or something like that in its place. Like uh-huh. it's an exchange. Um, okay. People really develop uh, what they feel like a relationship. So it, it gets pretty, gets pretty wild. You'll be surprised at some of the stuff that, that comes up. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I don't have to research them now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because especially when you say, you know, it's, it's not human. There are so many things, like, people find the tracks. You know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard about people finding Bigfoot tracks out there in the woods mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, there'll be a big clearing, and these tracks go out there, and then they just stop. Stop. Mm-hmm. In, in the middle of a clearing. Like, where did they go? Go, right, right. You know, did they yeah. fade into some other dimension? Did they? They probably can teleport. Out. Who knows? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> they probably can teleport. Because I mean, the way it came out that tree, I it just seemed like you appeared from the top of the tree and jumped down. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Because wild. it wasn't 
it wasn't cold outside but you could see the tree like uh all the leaves weren't there so i don't know if it was like getting ready to be late fall but it wasn't a lot of leaves in the tree so coming out the house i could see the top of the tree it wasn't there so really where the thing came from wow no it wasn't there so yeah that opens up a whole new thing don't it it's like (laughs) yeah I don't know. I don't know how it happens. I don't know how they get where they're at, but they seem to show up and it doesn't matter if it's a, a populated area or the middle of nowhere woods. People see them and they mm-hmm. see them everywhere. And that just adds to the mystery, but I love the mystery. Yeah. Um, all right, Mimi, we had a, a, a brief conversation before we hit record. And you said that you have some, some other things that you'd be willing to discuss mm-hmm. i'm gonna sure. open the floor up to you okay. i don't want to lead you in any way i want you to be completely comfortable and uh maybe become a listener to a podcast <laughs> after this yeah yeah I'll, I'll definitely check it out definitely okay uh let's do dreams i am a lucid dreamer Yes. So much so my dreams used to be very scary and tormentous to very uh, torment me, torment me a lot because I was like, this is so real and I can't control it. <clears throat> then one day, I don't know where that came from or how it happened. I now can control my dreams. If I don't like it, I'm going to change it or I'm going to wake myself up. Oh. So. I um, am married and I have four sons. So uh, we were in our home and we were asleep and I was having a dream. And my my youngest son, who is now 21, (laughs) (laughs) um, so he's number four, um, this this dream has to do with him. So I'm asleep, I'm dreaming, and I'm at my mom's, this is so weird. I'm at my mom's house. It's all this activity at my mom's house. I'm at my mom's house in her front yard where her front door is. And I see, sorry, I got intruders busting in here. (laughs) (laughs) I see a tiger chasing my baby, who at the time, he was probably like five. I'm going to say he's five almost he's down almost to where this tree where the Bigfoot jumped out of so I run down there and I like physically fight this tiger and I like rip his jaw open like you, you're not going this is my child you know I turned into mama bear or whatever so I wake up like yeah I don't like that dream let me wake up I don't know why this tiger is chasing my child and I'm the kind of person, if I have a dream about anybody or, or anybody that I know, I'll call them or I'll go check on them. Yeah. So I got up, his bedroom's across from me and my husband. So I went to his room and I, I said, Jaden, are you okay? He said, yeah, mom, I just had a bad dream though. This tiger was trying to get me and you came in and killed it. We had the exact same dream. I was in his dream. He was in mine. I don't wow. know how that happened. Um, said in his day, him being 21, he said, yes, I remember that mom, you were in my dream. I have never heard of that happening to anyone that I've ever spoke to. That's the only time I've ever had a dream where I was in someone else's or they were in mine. It's only happened that one time. And I, that, that just freaked me out. And I told my husband, he's like, you're just a total nut. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't know where you get all this weird stuff from, but they see, I have witnesses though. So my child right. remembers this dream. Um, that's incredible. That's, that's a bond is what that's from. That has to be some kind of strong bond you have with your son. It, it has to be. Uh, I, I, like I said, I have four and he's the only one that's ever, ever happened with. That's the only one it's ever happened with, but um I'm a praying mom, so I pray and I, I pray over my children and I I um, cover them. Even though they're grown, I still cover them. Um, same child, he and his brothers went to a little mini concert here. It was one of their friends. They do music or whatever. And they went and they took pictures. So I, I check them out on their Instagrams. I still check on my kid. What are you doing? Oh yeah. You know, get out of there. You shouldn't be there. You know, I, <laughs> me, I'm still mothering, even though they're all grown. And my son, who's 
he's brown skin, but he was really, really dark in this picture. And I said, that's not sitting right with me. And I started praying and I started rebuking death off of him. I said, that something's not right. I, I'm not feeling this. And I prayed and then I felt peace in the spirit. I let it go. The next day, I speak to my number two son. He said, mom, we all went out to see uh, our friend do his little show. And when we were leaving, this guy almost hit us in the parking lot. We were like, hey, man, watch where you're going. And he said, the guy backed up and stuck a gun out the window at my baby that I had prayed for. Oh. And I said, oh, thank you, Father, that you kept him because if I wasn't obedient and didn't pray, who who knows where we would be, you know, right now. So I pay attention to my dreams. I pay attention to the feelings that I pick up in the spirit. Absolutely. Whether people believe it or not, we, we dwell in two realms, the, the seen and the unseen. Yeah. Um, and they're both just as real and just as powerful. So you Absolutely. need to learn how to operate both. Absolutely. Yeah. But, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I discussed something similar uh, a few weeks ago. Every once in a while, I'll do a Sunday <laughs> episode where, where I I talk. It gets a little preachier, you know, like <laughs> I talk about weird stuff <laughs> on Wednesdays. But on Wednesdays, sometimes I, I get in the Bible a little bit. But yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's like what you're talking about. Um, one obedience and two praying uh i don't know about you and your family but for me like i've lost all my grandparents like they're they're all gone and they were very faithful people um and it's like the world's getting worse and we're losing that generation and it seems to me like there's some kind of correlation between people aren't praying anymore and right. the devil's having his way, you know, so it's kind of our job, you know, we're the grandparents now, <laughs> you know, right. I am a grandparent now. We, and I think goodness that I was born in that older generation that I got that instilled in me and passed down that you have to pray. Yes. Yes. Because, you know, the Bible says that the devil is the God of this world lowercase right. g you know right. little g but that's this is his realm this is a, this is his playground and if we're not praying then he can do what he wants right so i'm glad you did i'm glad you protected <laughs> your baby <laughs> right i'm glad I, I did too i'm glad i did too but yeah so i i i really pride i don't want to be prideful but i really am excited i could control my dreams because like i said they did used to torment me like i would have the worst dreams and i'm like i can't wake up i can't get out of this and it just flipped one day like yeah i'm like let's wake up <laughs> i don't like that let's change the whole scenery or i can wake up go do something that's like heck i want to see the rest of that dream and i can go back and pick it up right where i left it i can restart the dream yeah that's a gift uh, that that's happened to me twice in my life, and I didn't do it by choice. Like that, oh yeah, no, no, I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. Wow, I wish I had that. I wish I could do that. That's you're so blessed with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but lately, I will say, and I had to pray about it. I was like, ah, don't take my gift away. But <laughs> I'll get up like I can't remember my drink. I'll be so upset. Because I know I see and I get told a lot of secret stuff in my dreams. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't remember my dream. Holy Spirit, bring it back to me. Because I need to know what, what's going on. Right. I need to know what's going on. Oh, I'll tell you a good one. I just I just had. It was me, my husband, my mom, my son, my number three son, and my grandson all in a car. And I guess you would call them like fire hell was coming down. Oh, wow. Hell balls of fire. Yeah. And I said, Appa. And my phone started ringing and I could see it was my other kids because they weren't reckless. And he said, don't answer it. They're okay. He said, just close your eyes and trust me. And I woke up. Wow. I'm like, wait a minute. It's about to start raining. <laughs> 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 Hell's toes of fire. <laughs> so that one kind of freaked me out. Like, wait a minute. But I'm gonna trust you anyway. But wait a yeah. minute, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that, I just had that maybe a month ago. Maybe there's a storm coming, but just have yeah. faith. It'll be all right. Yes, 
Yes. I said, yeah, I'm going to trust you because I was, I was highly upset all my family wasn't with me. He said, they're okay. I got you. <laughs> Another good drink. <laughs> uh, oh, I got a lot of them. I got a lot of them. <laughs> like I said, I have a dreamer. I'm, I'm a little Joseph. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I just spoke to someone yesterday <clears throat> from the time we were recording this. This this show will air in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, but chronologically, yesterday, I spoke to a guy who uh, has lucid dreams, too. <clears throat> it's, it's very rare. You know, it's very rare that I talk to anyone that has, a, you know, control over their dreams. But it's two in two days. You know, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think Abba let me be able to do that because I was getting hurt in my dreams and I wake up like, heck, my sad hurts. Wherever I got hurt would literally hurt when I woke up. Like, Really? Yes, like, oh my goodness, I fell, my back hurts. It's whatever, I, wherever I got hurt, I would wake up like, geez, this hurts. And no way in my sleep was I hurting my back like that. Like right. I really did fall and hurt my back. So <clears throat> I'm thankful for that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting beat up in these dreams anymore. <laughs> yeah, so I got, I have the dream. So let's see. You said we can talk about anything. Let's see. I did. What was the other thing I wanted to share? I did the dreams. I did the Bigfoot. Uh, lots of demonic encounters. I just so many of them though. Um, I've only seen one that wasn't like a shadow. Usually I just see like the shadow people, if that's what you want to call them. Yeah. I only saw one that was not a shadow. And it was, I was sleeping. <clears throat> and it came on the side of my bed and it asked for permission to get in the bed with me. And I said, no. And you're about to get beat up with the sword. I'm about to give you word because you have to go. Right. So, but it looked like, I don't know if everybody's seen the movie Men in Black. The first one, when the alien woman is in the backseat of the car having the baby and the baby comes out looking like this little white squid thing. Yes. Its eyes were like that. It had the tentacle things like the hair like that. And the color was white and it had like scales on it. But it wasn't QC like that thing. It, it, but it reminded me of that. Mm. <clears throat> and so I got beat up. <laughs> <laughs> my spearman is strong especially in sleep he got beat up good uh it left out of my room but it ran to the basement and my son mama something's down here so me and my girlfriend went down there and blessed my house and got it out so it was gone but how it got there one of my other girlfriends so her her husband and my husband are cousins right. they met for lunch her husband had picked up a laptop. She got repaired. So it must have been on that laptop because it went to her house and it went to my house. Soon as I opened my eyes, she called me. She said, are you okay? I said, yeah, but I was just fighting this demon all night. She said, I was too. What did it look like? Was it white? She explained the same thing no I did. And I said, yes. She was like, it must have been on that laptop. That's the only thing I could think because her husband picked up the laptop, had it with him when he met my husband for lunch. And so it came on with him. I said, this is, that's just weird and crazy, but hey, it happens and it happens. <laughs> uh, that's the only one that I saw that actually looked like something and not just a shadow right. form. So you see shadow people too? Mm. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. If you're looking for the pack that will help you survive the worst day of your life, or a pack to use for your everyday carry that you never have to worry about failing, if you're looking for the perfect bug out bag, the perfect bushcraft pack uh, for camping, hiking, whatever your needs. Go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check it out. All products are 100% made in America. You can use promo code BUMP22 and save 10% site-wide. All right, that's BUMP, B-U-M-P, 22 to save 10% site-wide. This is a veteran-owned business. Like I said, every component of every product made in America. The buckles, the zippers, the straps, American-made. Um, there's never been a more important time than now to bring it home. You know what I mean? So go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Best products on the market. I've got videos on YouTube about it if you want to see it. Um, or just go to the website. Check it out. SquatchSurvivalGear.com. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Hey, Chris messaged me and said that if you guys use Bump22 as the promo code this year, that he's going to increase that discount to 15%. So get on there now. Use Bump22. Save 15% site-wide at SquatchSurvivalGear.com. So you see shadow people, too? Mm. And that's... Does that happen with, uh, you said your dreams used to torment you. Was it kind of like a sleep paralysis kind of dream? Like- I've had it happen, but not with the shadow people. So, uh, matter of fact, it just happened. I was just thinking so crazy. I was just thinking like, oh, that hasn't happened in a while. And it happened this week that just passed. Oh, wow. um, I'm in the bed. I'm laying down. My husband left maybe 40 minutes to go to work. And I hear the front door trying to unlock. And I said, I know that's them I call them them whatever it is I've never seen them but I know it's figures that come in the room because they give you that sleep paralysis you can't hardly open your eyes you can't talk you can't move I said that's them I hear the door like front door like messing and unlocking and so I live in an apartment building so my my bedroom door looks directly at the front door so I'm like yeah I'm not asleep I'm trying to keep my eyes open they're trying to close them and I'm like speaking a word and saying the uh, son's name, like, no, you're, you're not, <laughs> you're not doing this to me today. Right. So it took, I think it broke within like five minutes, but it seemed like I was doing it for a half an hour. And I'm like, what is this? So cause some people would think, oh, they're aliens come and get you. Like, there are no aliens. Those are demons. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, um, because I, I just don't see aliens stopping in the name of, um, if you say Christ's name, I just don't see aliens stopping for that. But it does break when you use his name. So um, they left and I said, I knew it. I just thought about it. Like I hadn't had one of those happen to me in a while. Um, but yeah, it, it happened. Uh, I want to say maybe it was this week. It might've been Monday. I'm not sure, but it was really close. It just, wow. it just happened. Yeah, it just happened. And I'm like, not today. I'm not doing this week. Not <laughs> 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 what you want, but you're not getting it from me. <laughs> yeah. So, but I've, I've never seen, seen them because they, they like close your eyes, close your mouth and won't let you move. Mm-hmm. But I know it's more than one that's coming in the room. You can hear them. Yeah. Um, that's one thing they can't do. They don't stop you hearing. You can hear them. Um, but the shadow people, I would just see them places. Like one time we went to uh, after church when I wasn't in the church, we went to a buffet. 
And I was like, I don't think I want to eat here. Do y'all not see these shadow beans? They were like under the table, right next to people's feet and legs, like just listening to people's conversations. And I'm like, they're looking at me and I'm looking at them like, yes, I can see you. Oh, wow. Like, I can see you and I don't want to eat here. Like something's going on if it's this many in here. Yeah. Yeah, it was like four in there. And I'm like, I don't know what is going on, but yeah, I don't really want to stay. I don't want to eat here. I don't want to eat here. Yeah, check, please. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did have one shadow figure due to sleep paralysis, but I wasn't even asleep. This one, I wasn't even halfway asleep. He was standing over my, I'm going to call it he, or it. It was standing over or standing in front of looking over my firstborn son while he was in the crib. And I was so mad I couldn't move. I couldn't talk. I couldn't do anything. And I'm like, you, you're not touching my child. You're not touching my child. But that is the only time that I know of a shadow figure that did cause sleep paralysis or whatever you want to call it for me. But I wasn't asleep that time. I wasn't asleep. And this happened in my mom's home. So when my, uh, my husband and I first got married, we were like too young to be married. <laughs> I was 20 years old. So we did start off living with my mom. And we stayed in her attic. My mom has a lot of paranormal activity in her home. It is a, a colonial mansion. It's old. It's over a hundred some years old. Wow. A lot of crazy stuff. So when they bought it, the people that owned this before us, we like gutted the house and redid it. But in the basement, they had a pentagram painted on the floor. Yeah. This is before we even got like, our, our parents would take us to church, but this is before we would say we were saved and got into the word ourselves or whatever. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I was 12 when we moved there. So, um, yeah, I had to be 12 then for Bigfoot. Yeah, that's what it was. I was 12 because it was 12 when I moved there. All right. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of stuff happened in our home. Stuff flying off the walls, off the, the fireplace mantle. Uh Really? I was in my room talking on the phone to a boy. <laughs> talking on the phone to a boy. And this lady's voice started calling, starts calling my name. I'm like, who? I said, Brian, did you hear that? Said, I don't hear anything. I'm like, I don't think I'm tripping. Okay. Then a man's voice started calling my name with her voice. I said, time to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and so my sister who had just got saved and getting into work, she called her friend's mother, who was a, a pastor, and said, this is happening to my sister. What's going on? And she said, is your sister schizophrenic? She said, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm actually very sane. I said, no. She's like, well, that, that, that must be devils then or something. I was like, yeah, no. So uh, my sister and I had to pray and bless up that room for me to go back in there. Yeah. But when I was in that room, I had gotten, I probably was 14 at this time, <clears throat> really sick. Like I knew I was going to die. I'm in the bed. My mom's in a room. My sister's in a room with me. Nobody knows what's wrong with me, but it's like my back is swollen up. I can't get out the bed. I can't hardly talk. I can't do anything. And I just feel misery and pain all over. So my sister comes and she starts praying over me and the phone rings. And she answered it. She answers it. And I can hear the voice through the phone. It's a man. And he said, you better stop doing that now. And she's like, what are you talking about? He said, you know what I'm talking about? Stop it now. So she hung up and she continued to pray for me. And it kept ringing. She said, I'm not answering that phone. So my mom said, come on, let's go to the hospital. And I went, turned out I had like a severe case of strep throat and my throat didn't even hurt. I didn't even know I had strep and they were like, I'm glad you brought her in. Cause this is just like terrible. I've not seen one this bad in yeah. my whole time of being a doctor. I'm like, I just knew I was going to die. Wow. I just knew I was going to die. But as we got more in the word and learning, we could tell that is uh demonic forces working through people. Had that man call our number. Don't even know us from Adam and threatened my sister to stop praying over me. So I know whatever gift that the Most High gave me, uh, the enemy's not very happy about it. Right. (laughs) Uh, Therefore, I do experience attacks and things like that. But thank goodness that uh, he awakened me and I 
came to know him and and him know me and I know his word because I don't, I don't know where I would be without it. I really don't. I don't know. And of course, none of this stuff happens to my husband, just me. <laughs> just, me. <laughs> just me. He's like, yeah, I have a weird wife. Okay. <laughs> just me. Yeah, but uh, that's, that's, well, I'm probably asking some more. I think that's, I, it's just so many, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that, that's such a blessing. And for you to be able to see the manifestations of these of these entities like when these shadow figures are there that is again it, it may be scary but you know if you if you're saved if you're born again or whatever it's way less scary you know what i mean like you you don't have to worry about your you know your battle you're already won right um right but still to see them at to me that it's a gift, you know, to, to be allowed to see into that realm. And, and like you said, the unseen realm, to be able to right. see that. Um, right. That's kind of like the upper hand, you know, that you don't have to question why is this guy acting like a jerk? But he's being whispered to. You can see it, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know when I'm speaking to people, when I'm speaking to spirits, and I'll be like, oh, I know what spirit you are. Uh, a lot of narcissists running around here, boy, oh. and Jezebel. Jeez. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> You Ooh, hit the nail on the head. Uh, I'm, I'm dealing with the, the narcissist spirit. Oh my goodness. That that spirit, if you don't, if you're not in the word, that spirit will have you thinking you're the crazy one. You're the wrong one. Yes. No. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, that is a, that's a major battle in my life right now. So I, I, yeah. 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 That, there is there everywhere. I said, Ooh, this one's this one's running rampant. It's like a plague. <laughs> They're everywhere. Yeah, that's that's why we have to pray. We have to stay prayed up, keep that armor on. Uh, right. I, I heard you say the sword. Uh, you know what you're talking about. You. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you two more. I don't want to talk everybody's head off. I'll give you two more. Uh, this one is encounters with the most. That's what I call them. I don't call them God. I call them the most high. Um, encounters with him. Oh, wow. um, our father is very loving and our father, um, as the word says, he, he only wants good for you to see you to your expecting end. Yes. So <clears throat> at times I could be like Moses and, 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 and give him a little lip and question him, <laughs> but <clears throat> he's very patient and loving. Um, I know he might seem like some people, like he's a tyrant. You see what he did to Israel? I'm like, but did you see what Israel did to him? Exactly. Like, come on, read it. Like, yeah. how many times you gonna mess up? Like, yeah. <laughs> he's very, he is very patient to an extent, just because we know grace does have a limit. You're not gonna have it forever. You can't think you're gonna keep doing stuff and he's just gonna be okay with it because he loves you. If you're a parent, you're gonna correct your child, same way he does yeah. with us. Same way he does with us, but he's very loving. So, two health things that happen. I'll start with <clears throat> my third son being born. Now, his name is Mayan. This is a name I made up. I put two things together my and then Ian or Ian, but I pronounce it Ian. Um, Ian means God is gracious. So, it's my God is gracious. I picked this name for him before he was even born. <clears throat> Uh, excuse me the pregnancy with him with a lot of all my kids was horrible I, I wouldn't recommend it. no I'm just like <laughs> it was horrible but um I kept having to go to the hospital for uh false labor Braxton hits or whatever so I was in nursing school at the time and it was like the end of the quarter and we had a, a report due. So I'm up at three or four in the morning doing this paper. And of course these pains start up again. I'm like, not going. I got to get my paper turned in tomorrow. I know they're going to send me home. I think it was 37 or 30. I was probably 38 weeks pregnant. <clears throat> and I'm like, I'm not going. I, I have to finish this paper. I'll be there all night for them. They're like, okay, go home. And I didn't finish my paper. So I'm sitting there. I'm typing at the computer, burning the midnight oil. And Abba says, made me go to the hospital. I'm not going. They're going to send me home. This is me talking to him. And I'm <laughs> verbally talking to him because he audibly spoke to me. And I said, I'm not going. 
I, they're going to send me home. Now I look back like, girl, you're so stupid. <laughs> don't tell them they're going to send you home and he's telling you to go. I'm not going. I'm going to finish this paper. Abba told me to go for a whole hour, just wow. sweetly and calmly like that. I said, that's it. I'm going to go because you just keep telling me to go and I'm trying to finish this paper and I get there and they put you on the monitor and they're like, okay. I said, I'm not staying. She said, you sure? I'm like, good. I'm like, good. So I'm like, all right. She's like, um, what? Wait a minute. We want to get get your get your doctor here. I said, okay. He comes in and he said, ma'am, sign here, 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 here. I said, what's this for? He said, something's going on with your baby's heartbeat and we want you to sign this um, just in case we got to take you in for a C-section. I said, well, how will you know? He said, well, we're going to break your water. And if it gets worse, we know it's the baby. I said, okay. So I'm in nursing school and I'm, I'm also, I also worked in a special care OB at a hospital we have here called Good Sam. So I know what a in utero heartbeat should be. It shouldn't go on to 120. Right. They turned the monitor around and he was at 58. Oh no. I'm like, see, that's why he was telling you to go. Yep. <laughs> so, so they break my water and it drops even lower. Plugs coming out the wall. I'm sorry, phone's <laughs> Plugs coming out the wall and they're racing me in. So my mom, my husband's out of town at this time. So my mom's the only one that's there with me. So she comes in the operating room. They're doing the C-section. I'm not put to sleep. They just give me like an epidural. Right. <clears throat> they had already started it before they broke the wall. So I would be ready. Um, so they're doing it and I'm breathing like, <gasps> I'm breathing like this. And I said, mom, I'm dying. She said, nurse, <laughs> my daughter says she feels like she's dying. And this is nurse. She looks at the monitor. Eh, she's, fine. <laughs> she's fine. That's a nurse. <laughs> That's a nurse. She's fine. I said, mama, I'm dying. She said, why do you feel that? He said, I said, because mama, I'm looking down at my body and at you. And she's like, what? I said, I'm up in the ceiling. I'm like, I'm not oh my in my body. And she's like, nurse, you sure she's okay? Are they supposed to breathe like that? She was like, sometimes they do. Sometimes. And I'm like, I'm like, mom, okay, nobody's listening. I said at the time, because I was saying God at the time, I said, God, I can't die. Can I please stay? This is our third child. And my husband's not going to know how to take care of a newborn baby or the other two, because I have like zero steppers. They're at least like two, two years apart. So one at home in diapers still, and I'm bringing home a newborn, you know? So I'm like, can I please stay? And then everything went black. I don't know what happened after that. So I wake up in my bed. And I'm like, is my baby okay? She said, yeah, he's fine. He's coming in here now. She brings my baby in. And um, later I knew, well, this is why I was drawn to this name, which I said his name is Mayan, because my God is gracious. So if you had a child in utero with a heartbeat that low, my child, by all means, should have cerebral palsy. Oh, no. He was not getting enough oxygen because it was a placenta abruption. He should have been dead or had cerebral palsy. And I just only had to give all glory to him because he just came and he didn't have to tell me anything. He just came and told me because I am his daughter that I need to go. I need to go. And I'm not saying that he's just a respectful person for me because I do believe the father reveals to all, but can you hear him? There you go. Can you hear him? Do you know him when you hear him? Do you pay attention when he's speaking to you? There you go. Yeah. So that that is one um, instance where I had heard from the father, if it's the father or angel messer, whoever, but I would say it's the father because it was very loving. And um, I could feel the love in the voice, even though I wanted to bigger and argue. I didn't want to go. <laughs> but <laughs> I could feel the love in the voice. Um, so that that's one instance. Um, the other is at about the age of 27, because I am fertile myrtle and I have four kids before 27. I said, I don't want to have any more kids. Right. And my husband was being a whole chicken and wouldn't, <laughs> and wouldn't get a vasectomy. So I went and got my tubes cauterized. Um, yeah, oh, this is a twofer. Actually, it's two, two in one story. All I right. forgot about that. Okay. So I got my tubes cauterized so i ended up getting pregnant again in my tubes wouldn't you know it 
Wow. So I'm like, I'm pregnant. I know I'm pregnant. I can, I can feel it in my spirit. Like I'm pregnant. I take a test and the line was like extremely light. You could say it wasn't even there. I'm like, wait a minute. So I call my doctor and I think, I think I'm pregnant. He said, come on in. We're going to draw your blood. He said, I don't know how you knew you were pregnant. There's no way. This, the, the, your hormone is so low. We barely picked it up. I said, I'm telling you, it was spoken to my spirit that I was pregnant and that I needed to get in here. And it's telling me I'm pregnant in my tubes. They said, well, we're going to do exploratory surgery and we'll see and if it is we'll just go ahead and take your tube and take the baby out and that's what it was and it happened and I was like I but I, I don't want to die you know if the tube busts and all this and blah blah and he's like girl that's why I told you to go now so, no, no, so <laughs> there you so, go okay so that's all taken care of and about a month later I, my husband worked our shift. I'm getting up. I'm getting our children ready for school. I said, oh, let me go get their clothes out the dry. I should have got them out last night. But before I go there, I go to the bathroom and I'm like trying to get my pants down. And I'm like, what's wrong with my left arm? I must put it to sleep. Like it must be sleep because I wasn't feeling any pain. I didn't feel anything. All right, use the bathroom. Yeah, tell the kids to get up. And I noticed I didn't sound right. I'm like, I'm sleep talking or something something doesn't sound right i'm like yeah i gotta wake up i get the clothes out the basement and i live in a not a super old but an older house where they have the 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 metal beams down there yeah the round support support columns down there so i had the basket and i just started leaning to the side so i grabbed the pole like what is going on now this time Look how my job always lines up with the situation. Before I was in, in special career B and in nursing school. Now, this time my job, I'm an EEG technician. I work in neurology, the, um, the NICU, the NICU, the neurological and intensive care unit. All right. So I grabbed a pole like, yes, yeah, something's not right. I call my sons, the oldest two, like, bring me the phone. They're like, mommy, I can't understand what you're saying. Words mm. weren't coming out right. And I'm like, wait a minute. I had to do the, bring me the phone. So they bring me the phone. And so I'm calling my husband, not 911, of course not. I'm calling my husband. <laughs> so I keep dialing one of my girlfriends from high school's mom's phone number because it was very similar to my husband's job number. And so if you know anything about the brain, if it's suffering trauma, it'll try to grasp the, the memory that it can get, the closest one. So her number was the closest to his. So I'm dialing her number, talking where she can't understand me. So I know it's probably like five in the morning. She thinks somebody's playing on the phone. Hmm. Finally, I'm like, I get it. I'm calling the wrong number. I get my husband on the phone. He's like, you're crying and I can't understand you. Stop crying. I said, click. <laughs> He's no help. I call my mom. She said, you know what? You're crying. I can't understand you. We're on our way. So uh, my dad and my sister came. I lived about 25 minutes from my parents and my sister lived around the corner from my parents. <clears throat> my dad and my sister came. My sister took my kids on to school. My dad took me to the hospital. My mama met us there. They took us to the hospital I worked at and my hospital was the best for neurology in the city. Yay. So um, usually when you go, it's a level one trauma. So they get all the trauma. So usually when you go to the emergency room, you're going to sit about two, three hours. Oh yeah. Tops in there. But because I worked there, they took me straight back. I had just gotten this beautiful hairdo, updo <laughs> with all these pins. And they said, yeah, we're going to do cat skin. You got to take all that out of your hair. I'm like, well, I just paid for this. <laughs> so they do the cat skin and they're like, oh, when I got there, they said, take this aspirin. And um, I said, the aspirin. They did the cat skin. Like, we don't see anything, but we're going to keep you MRI's booked. So we're going to keep you overnight so we can take you to outpatient MRI about 11 o'clock. I said, okay. And I'm all friends with the neurologists, interns, and residents, whatever. So right. they do the MRI, and a doctor named Andy came in, and he's crying. He's crying because I have taken my kids to Andy's house. We visited him and his wife. We were getting close. And he said, "He said, Mimi, you had a you had a stroke." I said, "What are you What are you talking about? <laughs> a stroke? I'm 27. What do you mean I had a stroke?" Right. Uh, he's like, "No, you had a CVA." He's like, "He's he holding the film up. He said, you see this line here? This is all the part of your brain that died.'" I said, what are you talking about? My brain died. I'm like, I didn't feel any pain. I didn't feel anything. Yeah, I had a little slurred speech. Didn't sound right. And this side, the whole left side was gone. I couldn't do anything oh with it. Oh, my goodness. But 
let me backtrack. Before my dad and my sister got there, I started praying in the spirit. Uh, I do speak in tongues, so I started praying in the spirit. Um, by the time they got there, I could talk again and I could walk. I could do everything. I didn't sound like me, but you can understand me. So right. um, when I got there, the lady was like, you sound fine to me. <sighs> my mother looked at her like, lady, this is not the time. <laughs> my daughter, don't play with me. So they took me back. They did the MRI. He's crying. He said, you had a stroke. And I'm sitting there processing this. Like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't. So when I was released to go home, I got home and I said, what one way can you hear from the father? I said, I'm fasting. I'm doing a three-day fast. I got to know what's going on. So I didn't drink anything. I didn't eat anything fresh out the hospital stroke. Oh, I didn't care. Goodness. I didn't drink anything. I didn't eat anything. I didn't turn on you know any TV. I didn't talk to anybody. I was in my word and I was praying. I was on my knees on my face and I was praying. So the third day after I got praying, it was maybe like midday. I was just sitting there and I said, I'm going to sit and I'm going to listen. I'm going to wait. Here comes that audible voice again. It said Proverbs 3.16. What is that? Where's my Bible? Open it. Lymph of days is in her right hand and in her rich hand, and in her left hand, riches and honor. Her pathways are pleasant and her ways are peace. I said, that's enough for me. I'm not going to die. He said, I'm going to live. <laughs> he said, I'm going to live. I was supposed to get an MRI every year. I haven't been back since I was 27, 47 now. I, I don't get MRIs. I put my faith in the father. He said I was good. I have never had anything happen. I don't have any residual I don't have anything. And I know this isn't the story for everybody. And I, I do uh, pray for those and have empathy, empathy for those who have had strokes and do have lost uh, use of their limbs and, and have distorted faces or whatever their residual may be. But I don't have it. And I said, I, all praises to him because any of the things I've ever been through that he brought me through. I just have to give all glory to him and I will testify to whoever I need to talk to. I don't care if you're tired of hearing it. I'm going to tell you. That's it. I'm going to tell you. Because he is a good father and I'm not going to let anybody talk bad about him or against him. <laughs> there you go. You're a walking miracle. Praise God. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. It's so much more. And they'll be like, where did you find this gal with all these places? <laughs> it's refreshing. I love to hear it. I, I don't get... <laughs> I don't get a lot of, uh, you know, miracle stories or healing stories, uh, which is weird. You know, I've been doing this show for two and a half years. I got about 150 episodes in. I've had a handful, mm. a handful of faith, you know, pure faith stories. Um, so it's refreshing to hear that, man. I appreciate you so much. Wow, my pleasure. <laughs> I like say, I like talking about the father. <laughs> I do too. I do too. If you if uh if you want to come on again sometime and <clears throat> as things go on, as life goes on, if uh you have more experiences, more miracles you want to share, more stories, uh good, bad, in between. If you just, sure. just want to talk, holler at me. I definitely will. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> Absolutely. You have my email now and uh, I'll send you I a think. link when this show airs. I'll send you a link so you can you can listen to it and uh, share it with people who are like-minded that don't want to say, who's that crazy guy you're talking to? All right. right, right. I have a, a sister friend that I met from TikTok and we're very close. We talk every day now. She said, oh, I said, I'm going to tell them about you. She, she, I can't remember where she grew up, if it was still, if it was Illinois or where. She saw them all the time, Bigfoot, on really? her grandfather's farm. Then he told them, they don't bother you if you don't bother them and just don't look at them in the ass. <laughs> 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 She said, oh, I used to see them all the time. I said, did you? Okay, so we're kindred. So I know I yes. can talk to you about this stuff. <laughs> hey, if you get a hold of her, have her message me too. <laughs> we'll, we'll get her on the show. <laughs> I'll tell her. i tell her. i say, Jojo, he said, want to hear your story too. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm always open. Well, uh, it was nice to be on here. Thank you for inviting me. Hey, well, thanks for doing it. You know, especially somebody that doesn't listen to podcasts or anything. Uh, you, you're a blessing. I appreciate oh, it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I guess it was meant for me to come across your TikTok video because 
You know how you pick what you listen to? That is not one of my selections. I don't even know how you came. (laughs) (laughs) And I listen, I'm like, oh, you're talking about Pitman. Let me see what they say. Yeah, and here we are. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He works all things out for good. I said that earlier today. Yes, he works (laughs) all things out for good. (laughs) Absolutely. Hey, you have a good night. You as well. I'll email you in a couple weeks with the link. Okay, we'll talk to you whenever we talk, most high willing. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. God bless. Same to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. If you want more content, if you want to submit your own story to be on the show, if you want to listen to past episodes, or if you want to donate to the show, you can do all of that through thebumppodcast.com. So just go there. Uh, explore the website, check it all out. If you want to sign up to be a member, it's super cheap. It's just $1.75 a week. You can cancel at any time. Get in on uh, all the, the new, latest, and greatest stuff we have going on. All right, so again, thanks for listening. I love you. God bless.
place in your life that you're you're ready to give your heart over to the Lord then I have a little a little message that I found that if you repeat it and you believe it in your heart this could help lead you closer to God to, to let Jesus Christ save you and it goes like this Heavenly Father I come to you from the depths of my heart realizing that I have sinned I repent of my sins and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and died on the cross for me and my sins. I believe that you raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live in me now. I receive by faith you as my personal Lord and Savior. I receive your Holy Spirit as my comforter to help me obey you and do your will. It is in Jesus' name that I believe and receive the things prayed this day. Amen. Amen.